Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's the Weekend Review on Manic Monday. Good evening, Zimbabwe. This is ZFM Sport. And what a show we've got lined up for you. On the home front, Dynamo's coach Tundirai Indiraya is buzzing about the quality of the personnel in his team after the Glamour Boys claimed the Harare Derby in emphatic fashion following a big win over traditional rivals Caps United on match day 17 of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Elsewhere, the Chevrons have lost by eight wickets to Afghanistan as the visitors have taken an unassailable 2-0 lead in a three-match one-day international series. And the team in studio to pick those stories apart and more is Barry Menandi, Chris Midzi, Alois Bunjida, our producer is Sean Tafirinika and I am Mike Madoda. We'll also have some international sports news for you and Spain's Rafa Nadal will look to continue his remarkable career after crushing Norway's Casper Ruud to lift a record extension Ending 14th French Open title, while world number one Iga Swiatek confirmed her dominance of women's tennis by sweeping aside American teenager Coco Golf to claim her second French Open title in three years. And then we'll take you around the world in 60 with updates from the US, England, as well as Australia. In the Castle World Football Report, kickoff is on the continent where Egypt opened their 2023 Africa Cup of Nations qualification campaign with a hard-fought 1-0 win over Group D rivals Guinea. At the Cairo International Stadium last night in Europe, uh, Gareth Bale hailed Wales' greatest result in the country's football history as an own goal from Ukraine winger Andrei Yamalenko ended 64 years of World Cup hurt as they qualified for the global showpiece later this year. And coach Roberto Martinez, Bobby, insisted after Friday's 4-1 thrashing by neighbours Netherlands in the Nations League that defeat for Belgium was just what their team needed as they look ahead to the World World Cup. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. On Derby Weekend, it used to be that all roads would be leading to the National Sports Stadium. But you've got to say, after the, should I say, mediocre turnout at the National Sports Stadium, it was definitely a case of some roads led to the National Sports Stadium. <laughs> but those that attended witnessed a resounding Dynamo's victory and their gaffer, Tondera Indiraya, is buzzing about the quality of the players in his team after the Glamour Boys claimed the Derby in emphatic fashion following a big 3-0 win over Caps United. Uh, goals from Issa Sadiki, Rafael Kawondera and defender Frank Makarati led Dimbare to one of their biggest derby wins in recent years with both sides coming from a not-so-perfect build-up for this big game. Ndiraya had a double dose of excitement after his team also finished the first round of the campaign in second place with 34 points as the mid-season break begins. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, very excited for, for the fans. Very excited for uh, for the team, uh, we're very excited for um, for everyone associated with our team, our stakeholders, um, our sponsors. Uh, why am I so excited? I'm excited that we we have travelled a journey uh, in the first half of uh, in the first round of matches, uh, a journey which um, no one expected us to to travel. So here we are. We 
We are done with the first, first round of matches and we have finished the first round of matches in a very good position, if you ask me. 34 points. I think it's been a long, long time since we, we have performed the way we have performed, since we, we've garnered the points that we have garnered in the first uh, round of matches. So I, I'm so excited. and. He says he's excited, he sounds excited, and anyone who saw Tundirai Stanzandiraya yesterday would have known that the man certainly was excited. And Barry, it seems like this is a man who got into this derby with a weight on his shoulders, and that weight, the weight of expectation. Yeah, you could see the relief when uh, Issa Sadiki managed to tuck that uh, one-on-one chance uh, against the Caps goalkeeper uh, into the back of the net. Uh, You could see that there was almost a weight lifted off him. Uh, but the game was far from over. However, the second and third goals obviously uh, lifted that weight completely. Also, you could say that this was a Dynamo's performance that was uh, a lot better than we've seen before. They had uh, a bit more control in this game. Uh, so I think he was also pleased about that. He was also pleased about that. And uh, if you take a look at uh, the way uh, Dynamo's, of course, has celebrated this win, uh, I think it's important, Chris, that uh, for Dynamo's, despite the fact that they are playing well, they finished the first half of the season in second place but it's important that they begin to win the big matches yes. that's what's going to get their fans on side they lost to Dynamo to Highlanders I mean but winning against Caps United was very important for their psyche absolutely uh, very important for the players themselves but also I think incredible for the fans who were now baying for Tundirai and Diraya's bra- uh, head. <laughs> head and I think they were also just taking a look at the way the Dynamos was playing Dynamos not necessarily scoring some fantastic goals they were getting w- wins by one goal margin this is a 3-0 win yes resounding resounding 3-0 win and I think it's incredibly important that Dynamo scores goals I think that's what they're known for and I think they need to stick to that they need to stick to that so a big big win for Dynamos and they'll be confident of course heading into the second half of the season now we're going to be hearing from Alois Bunjira in a minute about the wars that Caps United find themselves in but before we get to Alois let's get the pre the post-match thoughts of Caps United coach Lloyd Chitembwe. No, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, obviously. I'm saying, uh, you know, this is a football club that 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 obviously lives on, on, on very high ideals, you see. And, and um, it, 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 it has been a terrible, terrible, terrible uh, phase and uh, disappointing in, in, in every measure. And, and uh, yeah, as, as players, I want to believe as players, even as coaches, yeah, you, you, you know, at the end of the day, you take responsibility. You know, you know some of these things. You know, like I've said earlier on in my other uh, uh, interview, that uh, you know our responsibility is to make sure we we do what is expected of us of us. And uh, if it's not coming right, then we should shoulder shoulder the responsibility. So yeah, we take it personally. I, I do take it. Uh, Lloyd Chitembe shouldering the responsibility. He is not making any excuses whatsoever for his beloved Caps United. He says Alois is a team that's built on high ideals, but currently Caps United is at the lowest of lows. They are scrapping at the very bottom of the Premiership barrel. It's now six wins, uh, six defeats on the spin, no goal scored in that time. Yeah, it's very disappointing, Mike. Uh, you know, when you look at Caps United, a big brand, big team, you know, uh, a big team in terms of uh, the history, you know, not uh, big as, uh, as in now. Uh, now they are, they, they, they are looking like you, you're part of the Shiri Park, you know, of the, of the, of the league. <laughs> because, uh, because the animals were struggling for goals and suddenly they hammer three uh, past Caps United. It's, uh, it's very unfortunate because it's actually a derby. You know, what does it do to the fans? You know, it's uh, six games on the trot and, you know, you can feel uh, my voice is kind of like trembling. They, they, you know, they did start well, really though, bad. Alois. If, if you if you take a look at how the game uh, started in that first half, Alois, uh, there was a time, actually, I actually remarked to Barry and I was like, you know what? Uh, Caps United looking like they're the better side, but uh, they conceded soon after that. So it looks like the, the confidence of the players is very fragile at the moment, Alois. Yeah, it, it is. You know, sometimes it's adrenaline that is uh, that is uh, that is playing so in the 
in the beginning you might you might have that energy mm. but uh, when the other team starts playing as well then like you're saying the confidence drops and the, when you actually concede first you know it would have helped if they had scored first maybe they were built on to, they were going to build on that but now they concede first then the one who told I'm a one eye attack you know we have lost the games once you concede it's very difficult you need the player players with uh, with the with the with, with with character you know to to come out of this and it's a, it's a hole that is very difficult uh, to come out of like i say you need character and i'm not sure if we have character in the team as well because at the same time it's not just about character they have got issues they've got back backroom issues and administrative issues that are affecting the to the club who is going to lift these boys up how are they going to lift themselves up and, and, and those from this issues, war that they find themselves in because there's a lot that is going bad at Cape there's a lot uh, Chris that's happening behind the scenes and these issues are primarily to do with money we all know that money is the issue here or the yeah. lack of uh, resourcing uh, at Caps United how do they get out of this rut because without the money I can't see them turning this around I, I would like to think that at this point Caps United leadership is making some sort of plan to ensure that they get some sort of cash flow. If they're not knocking on corporate doors at the moment, if they're not getting the right administrators, then I think we're about to see they, a season. They appointed Charlie Jones. Have you seen anything so far to suggest <laughs> that uh, any work is being done? Uh, he's probably working on it. Mm-hmm. Not an easy system to work yeah. in to start with. So let's give him a bit of time. But I think they, they, they need to tick along and start to get the... Money is like oil and football. If you don't have that oil, the parts of the machine just don't turn like they're supposed to. And it's showing up in their games. And unfortunately, outside of that, there's a motivational factor that the players are simply not going to have. No matter what team talk, Lloyd Jitembo is able to throw down in the locker room. If there is no money, if your players are hungry, there's simply going to be an element that's going to be missing. Okay, Caps United fans, we want to hear from you. 0731-168-045. We'll try and read as many of your messages as we can. What is gone wrong at Caps United? United, what are the possible solutions? The big one that has been discussed in the media and at length is the lack of resources, financial resources at Caps United needed to pay the players, to motivate the players and get the ship on steady water. Send us your thoughts, 0731-168-045. Also on Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. That's the handle that you need to follow. Now, Barry, we can carry on talking about Caps United, but I thought yesterday uh, we saw a couple of the lesser-known players in our league come to the fore. Uh, and on Friday, we discussed that this was a derby that was looking for heroes, that were looking for players who were looking to stamp the authority and make a household name for themselves. Yeah, and uh, listen, in the Dynamo's ranks, we, we, we definitely saw a couple. Uh, Issa Sadiqi was on the, the scoreline. He comes from, a, from, a, from good stock, yeah. <laughs> good footballing stock. You, of course, know his <laughs> elder brother, uh, Ali Sadiqi, who's playing in uh, Tanzania or Zambia I think it is uh, he's, he's been around he's in Zambia, in Zambia. he's in Zambia he's now. been around and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously broke through um, at Monos went across to Tipi Mazembe all sorts and can play a bit himself uh, and uh, the younger brother shows that and I believe probably if not the same level of talent probably a little bit better because uh, his uh, impetus on that um, uh, Dynamo's wing it's going to be very hard for Bill Antonio to get his place I, I, back I, I was going to ask you that Barry, that uh, he comes in, of course, almost like an enforced change because Bill Antonio uh, serving uh, that suspension he got as a result of that red card received at Barberfield Stadium versus Highlanders. Yep. Uh, this was enforced. What does Stanza do uh, when Bill Antonio, a crowd favourite who's built something of a name for himself, comes back? Does he throw him back into the fray? Does Sadiki step out? What are your thoughts? If you were Stanza, who do you go for? I heard more roars for Sadiki than I heard for Bill Antonio. Uh, so I think Sadiki is edging it in terms of being a crowd favourite. Uh, he he excited every time he got onto the ball. And also, not just exciting, he also gave Dynamos a, a, a forward movement, thrust and progression of the ball. Uh, but, but, then, but then, Mike, when you look at, I think it's good for Dynamos. Uh-huh. You yes. know, because if to have like, that headache. Yes. Uh, when, when Bill Antonio comes in, 
he can get into a different position True. you need to alternate he, as a footballer as a forward you need to be a forward you don't need to be like a winger winger one-sided yeah, sure. winger he can play left or right if he can't do that then it's going to be very unfortunate but, but for him but he stands at that type of coach he stands nah, adventurous for you it's another problem would stands be that adventurous for you I don't, I don't, I don't think know. so I think stands at this moment and what we've seen from him throughout the season is he's a man who understands the kind of pressure he's under and he's trying to keep the pieces where they are and keep that team spine very consistent and mm. do what they've been doing that's been getting him broke. he's not an experimenter and he said it that he's he's not going to play a certain type of football or a certain kind of player for a, for any other reason outside of the fact that they want to win uh, Victor has got in touch good evening to you Vic uh, he says great show as usual keep it up uh, sounds like a primary school teacher uh, <laughs> as, as you know I took the missus to watch the derby yesterday very underwhelming I must say whilst Caps was pretty awful the quality of football generally was poor Barry Menandi you paid the full bill to sit in the VIP <laughs> section. Your thoughts? I, I I think that it could have been better. Um, if we're if we're going to keep the the, the primary school uh, theme, can do better will mm. be the report card. Uh, because I think that there was there were there were moments. Uh, Caps had moments. They 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 seemed to. Uh, there were times when they're controlling the ball without any sort of penetration. Uh, they didn't trouble the uh, time on time on Vula. Uh, and then when Dynamos had the ball in transition, they seemed to be very very uh, uh, forward looking. Uh, front ball, uh, front football, uh, and so that excites the fans. And three goals is always gonna paper over the cracks, but can do better. I can do better. Alois, your namesake, Bunja in Bulawa, has got in touch and he says, uh, I think if Jere doesn't have money, he must sell the club. We can't continue seeing this kind of leadership. He has to come out clear and swallow his pride. I think the option to sell is one that I've heard whispered. In fact, it was being discussed in the, in the VIP section by a lot of people uh, that perhaps, you know what, if he just can't uh, do it, if he can't cut it, if he doesn't have the resources, perhaps he should look for external investment into Caps United. This is EFM Sport on a Monday. We are talking the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League and of course the Harare Derby was the highlight of match day 17, the last match day before the mid-season break. Mike, it would be remiss of us to move forward without talking about Junior Makunike. Yeah. What a player. Oh my day. Well, at you, 18 you, you, years you, you old. You talked about Sadiki. Yes, only. Sadiki was great, but for me, probably man of the match. And and unfortunately, he was playing as an eight, box-to-box midfielder. So he was always there for the penultimate pass. He wasn't providing the final pass. But what he was doing before that final pass, oh my days, what a player. In 18 fact, years old. In fact, a lot of messages agreeing with you. Uh, there's one that's just been sent here. It says Junior Makunike and it's got three fire emojis. Uh, then uh, Anzi Alois talks of Junior Bunjira, I'm talking of Junior Makunike. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, Junior Makunike was actually a junior. I wanted to say that you know that's this is what football is all about football doesn't lie yeah. if you don't develop players we are not going anywhere we yeah. are we are grateful to Prince Edward yeah, look at yeah, the yeah. boys that are being groomed that are, by Prince Edward, that are already in the Premier League yeah. as we speak yeah. because of that structure that they've heard they don't have a Premier League team in the, in the but they've been grooming they've been grooming players, players. Yeah. But, but that boy I knew him almost like six years ago uh, Junior Makunike, mm. when Matembe was already talking about him, and he came to Prince Edward, Matembe was talking about him. Watch this boy for me. So this is what we need all but, the time. But coupled with that, uh, Chris, you've got to say that uh, the teams have also got to be willing to give opportunities to these young players. Yeah, and um, like we talked about, Stanza. He's one of the few coaches who's willing to do that. I think a lot of coaches would be more reliant on your more experienced players. And to be honest, it takes a bit more work to blood these youngsters in. You have to be able to take some of the losses on the chin. And not a lot of coaches are willing to do that. But we need to create space for them. If there's going to be um, consistent you know, output of these players from the school system into the Premier League, or else we're going to have a very big gap. Oh, well, the net result of the derby at the weekend is that... 
Caps United get into the break on 12th position with 17 points, exactly half of Dynamo's tally <laughs> after 17 games. Makepe Kepe are now one match away from equaling their record of seven defeats on the trot, which they suffered in season 2012. The last time they had suffered such a huge defeat to their rivals was during the poor run in August 2012 uh, when they were thumped 3-0 at the same venue. Now, let's run through the rest of the result coming out of match day 17. Yada beaten at the National Sports Stadium on Friday by Bulawayo Chiefs in a game that got the match day started. There was a goalless draw at the National Sports Stadium between Herentals and ZPC Kariba. That scoreline matched by Bulawayo City and Black Rhinos at Barber Field Stadium. FC Platinum, they seem to have got their act together. They had a hard-fought 1-0 win over Cranbourne Bullets in a game they finished with 10 men. And Barry, you've got to say that uh, FC Platinum now are beginning to make their move because they are the form team in the league. And uh, this is something that we wouldn't have talked about just barely maybe a couple of months ago. We were talking about an FC Platinum side that was struggling, an FC Platinum side that seemed to lack leadership and identity. But if you take a look at the last five games they've won four they've only lost one and they have climbed the table steadily up to third place they are now four points off the pace i'm going to say they've won four on the trot and uh, in truth that is a dangerous form there uh, in golf parlance tiger on the prowl well fc platinum is on the prowl and that's a very dangerous opponent to have uh, over your shoulder also look at it from this perspective if they are awarded that those points from that uh, well, once they resolve that uh, highlanders game uh, let's say for instance that takes them to 34 points. That's exactly the same number of points as Dynamos with uh, a, a game more, as it were. So they're right there. They're right in the hunt. Norman Mapes, of course, uh, in the perfect position to strike. And FC Platinum, always a strong team in the second half of the season. Now, the rest of the results were 1-0 scorelines. Highlanders beating Harada City at Barberfields. Manika Diamonds beating Tenex at Sakuva. Chicken in with three points at Gibo. Wow, wow. With the upset of the weekend, beating Gezi Platinum Stars at Ascot. Uh, and listen, Alois, I want you to touch on two things here. Benjani, is he under pressure? Because this has been a less than inspiring start. And the second one is, our league just isn't full of goals. Yeah, uh, I'll start with with number two. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, we, is it the we, easier we one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, 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 are not, we are not scoring goals at all, and you can actually feel that you know even the boys are not as hungry, you know, for the goals as well. You know, sometimes you can actually see somebody who is getting into the box, who is who wants the cross to come in, who is ready to finish it off. These guys are lazy. They walk into the box. Mm. They they don't show. You know, but you don't show. They don't even. Get into the scoring position. So for me, I think that's where the, the problem is. There's no confidence in what, the boys. What, one guy who had confidence, position. Alois, and who knew how to get into scoring positions was Benjani. Uh, he's not playing. He is coaching. He's in Gezi. It's not going well. Yeah, uh, that's what, that's number one, right? That's that's your first question. I I, I the one I, you avoid. Okay, no, okay. I wasn't avoiding it. I wanted can, to. Can I wanted I, to express myself. Okay, can I pass it on to Chris? No, 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 no I don't worry about it. Uh-huh. You know, I, I I still think that uh, he, he is trying to do uh, what Norman was doing at the beginning of the season mm. because when you see the way he did things, as soon as he arrived, the first thing that he did was. Look at the team. Then he went back to the first division team. Look at the at the boys in the first division, and he was like more more uh, interested in seeing the talent, the young talent that the team has got. And straight away he promoted three boys into the first team, and two of them are already starting. And then he, in 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 the in the in the in the, in the uh, past few weeks, I think I think he has been also promoting about two three boys as well. So he is trying to do exactly like I'm saying. What so do we write so off I'm, this I'm, season Alois Fongezi Platinum Stars? They are 10 points off the pace. Uh, you've talked about him promoting three and then two, so there's five new players into the team. Can we safely say that Ngezi this season, uh, glory is not theirs. They're they are not going to be anywhere near the hunt because as it stands right now, they're in seventh place. I don't see, I don't, I don't see them winning. Winning, winning the league uh, as, 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 as it were they were my favourites remember at the beginning of the season how but, about challenging but, at least 
I don't see them challenging either at the moment. I think they will compete. Top four, yes. Top four, they, they will challenge. You think top so? Yeah. I think That'd so. That'd be surprising. Uh, I, 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 I think I'll so. be surprised. Okay. Some run. Because Chris, I think so. Their last five games, only one win, two draws, two defeats. Yes. And one thing we know about Ngezi Platinum, they're an impatient team. I think if Benjani is saying to himself, and maybe they've agreed that, you know what, let's write off the season, let's build, that's one thing if they've agreed. But if they have not agreed and he thinks he has time, I think he's going to be a little bit shocked by the end of the season. Yeah, well, there's someone here who's, who's talked about, uh, and, you know, I, I don't know how in this age of Google and so forth, he says, I disagree, Benjani matches a city and one goal, if I'm not mistaken, his whole city, a uh, whole career oh, at Man City. Oh, come, on. Come, on. <laughs> come on. The man come scored on. a hat-trick come against on. Manchester United. <laughs> against United, didn't yes. Didn't he score a hat-trick against Liverpool? Uh, he, no, 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 no. no, no. Ah, he scored that's a Peter brace, I think. Yeah. A brace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you, 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 listen, already, guys, you know what? Just Google. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Google. Go YouTube. Yeah. Go YouTube oh, is even better. Yeah. For you to actually think Benjani scored one goal <laughs> uh, in his entire Man City career is just interesting. But anyway, uh, that's how things look in the uh, local Premier League. Chicken Inn is leading the way two points ahead. Uh, in fact, one point ahead of Dynamos. They have 35. Dimbare 34 in third place. FC Platinum on 31. And Manika are in fourth place on 29 points. Looking for Highlanders they're in 10th place with 20 points. Caps United in 13th with 17 points. And occupying releg- relegation sp- uh, spaces are Wawa Bulawayo City ZPC Kariba and Cranbon Bullets. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe Cricket Captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Uh, Dimbare flying high, not so. The Chevrons uh, opening batsman Ibrahim Zadran scored an unbeaten 120 as the tourists defeated Zimbabwe by eight wickets to take a winning 2-0 lead in a three-match one-day international series. Atoni for scoring only five runs when Afghanistan won the first match by 60 runs on Saturday. Zadran faced 142 deliveries and struck 16 fours at Harare Sports Club. The tail of the tape in the second one-day international uh, Afghanistan, of course, are chasing down Zimbabwe's 228. They scored 229 for two. Easy, canted to victory. Eight wickets, 33 balls remain. And Chris, whilst we always expected that Afghanistan were coming in with some decently talented players who now have got a lot of international exposures, I think the worry is the easy manner in which they swatted Zimbabwe aside. Yeah, yeah. I think when it comes to the Chevrons, we, we don't set our expectations very high. But what we do expect of them is to mount a significant oh. enough challenge such that they're not blown out of the water. And if you take a look at Afghanistan, it's one of the teams that we used to compete very well against. So what we can see here is a regression um, of the chevrons right before our eyes and it doesn't look like anything is happening, especially when it comes to our batting. I think it's 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 on the downward spiral. It's on the downward spiral. Lacquer's Whitecliff says, good evening, my favorite sports team. Guys, what is, it, what is it going to take for our chevrons to play better? These guys, they keep disappointing us. I can't believe we got down that we can't compete with a team like Afghanistan. It's sad. Uh, goes on to talk a bit of the footy. Makepegebe Yaveshiri, Harare Derby, I used to see enough flavor, but it's the cricket, Barry, that I want you to respond to. <laughs> Listen, <Can't I? laughs> uh, we, 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 we can't compete. Chris yep. has just pointed that out. We yep. can't compete against Afghanistan, and that is the disappointing nature of this series, especially if you consider that we are playing at home in familiar environments and, and, and conditions that the Afghanistan players are not used to. Those are subcontinent players yeah. who are used to turning tracks. They come to Harare Sports Club, mm-hmm. which favors the Seamers. Uh, yeah. and, and the the quicks, uh, and, and they still managed to humble us and beat us on a reasonably cloudy day yesterday meaning that the ball would have been uh, giving you some movement uh, but but listen I I, I think I think that uh, to answer the question that was asked on, on 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 whatsapp what do we need to do to to improve I think that there's a holistic uh, look at the pyramid or throughput uh, the pipeline for how players get into the chevrons uh, needs to be looked at because we're, we're promoting it's becoming a little bit too easy in my view the, uh, to get a chevrons mm. cap and, and I think that what we're doing is that we're, we're promoting potential rather than trying to refine that potential in, in, uh, out of the limelight and then by the time it hits uh, top gear look at Usman Kawaja mm. we saw him tour with the A side um, I think five years before yeah. he actually started becoming 
becoming a regular in the test setup for Australia. Perfect. So you get so to you, earn your caps. You, you, you earn your caps, and I think that for 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 too long now we're seeing it becoming increasingly easier. So I think we need to refine our talent a lot more. Maybe we got talented players, but they need a bit more refinement. Fungai in Wange says we lack some bite in the bowling department. So Zimbabwe losing the one-day international series against Afghanistan. Of course, at the final ODI is on Thursday and then the Chevrons and Afghanistan will play three T20 internationals on June the 11th to 12th and 14th also at Harare Sports Club. Let's give you a local sports news roundup before we head over to Roland Garros where Rafael Nadal won his 14th crown on clay. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We're going to start off with some golf news uh, where Zimbabwe's Scott Vincent secured back-to-back wins with victory in the International Series England. And it was also the first Asian Tour event to be staged in the UK. Vincent, who won the Mizuno Open on the Japan Tour last Sunday, carded a final round of 66 at Slaley Hall to finish 12th under par and one shot ahead of Australia's Travis Smith, who bogeyed the 72nd hole. We'll head over to some tennis news. Hanu Patel of the United States of America got his revenge on South Africa. Caleb Jeston, who won the ball title at the Cranded Cranrid International Tennis Federation World Tennis Tour Juniors at Bulawayo Country Club yesterday. Zimb- Tennis Zimbabwe Administrator Clifford Nokwara said there was a good turnout for the two tournaments held in Bulawayo and on the performance of the Zimbabwean players, Nokwara felt they held their own against the international opponents. We'll finish off with some horse racing where seven C's from the Gokhan Terzi stable romped to victory at the OK Grand Challenge horse race after outwitting an 18-member horse field at Bardell Racecourse. With the 1,800 metres OK Grand Challenge being upgraded to a one a grade one race, the incentives were huge and the big boys turned up. The Gokhan Terzi Yard, which is one of the biggest yards in Zimbabwe and usually one to look out for, did not disappoint with four horses in the race. One of those was Seven Seas who romped to victory in a tightly contested race. That's your local sports news roundup. Hey baby, was that on the 7-Up can? That's Fido Dido. Your favorite 7-Up now has a new look with your favorite Fido Dido. Whether you're out and about with your friends or just taking it easy at home, the new look 7-Up is guaranteed to keep you refreshed and ready for anything. So, hurry and grab a 7-Up can, 500 milliliters, 1 liter, and 2 liter bottle with Fido Dido today. Hmm, there is something fresh about Fido Dido. <laughs> I love his hair. Teach, Chidzore, Suduruka. Fona Mahara, pa 0808-0117. Kana kutumira WhatsApp, pa 0782-486-559. Titaure, Rudo Harurove. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Trying to finish in style. Two championship points for Rafael Nadal. The greatest becomes even greater. It is a 14th Roland Garros title for the greatest player in this great tournament. Z.
the greatest becomes even greater. Barry, we could end the conversation right there. <laughs> we, we certainly could. And in truth, uh, listen, the bookies, this is one of their slower weekends when Roland Garros is on because in truth, it's almost a cakewalk. It's, he owns it. He's got a franchise out on it. And he does it uh, in, in different ways every single year. Uh, uh, this time, it was very imperious. He uh, really cemented his position as the king of clay. So congratulations to him, 14 uh, at Roland Garros that's not easy to, re- to replicate uh, Chris uh, was it done when he beat uh, Novak Djokovic in the quarterfinal was that the final before the final I think it was I think when you take a look at this match his opponent was so overawed and he looked like he was a bit of, been a bit of shock after that mm. first set yeah. that he was basically just clinging on to finish the match with a bit of grace to it but in terms of the actual match itself I think he was blown out of the water well let's hear from the history maker Rafael Nadal Super happy and can't thank enough everybody for for the support since the since the first day that I I got here. You know, so yeah, very emotional. The the mindset is very clear. No, I gonna uh, keep uh, working and uh, to try to find a, a solution and an improvement for for what's happening. Uh, in the foot, I was able to play during these two weeks uh, with. Uh, with an extreme conditions, no, I, I have been playing with uh, with an injections uh, on the nerves uh, to slip the foot. Of course, Roland Garros is Roland Garros. Everybody know how much means to me this tournament. So I wanted to 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 keep trying and to give myself a chance here. We achieved our dreams. See. Yeah, the Rafael Nadal Berry, and uh, if you take a look at this guy, uh, like you said, uh, totally uh, looks virtually unbeatable on clay. Completely. Uh, and uh, it looks like, though, uh, he may be reaching the stage where he begins to pick and choose the tournaments that he's going to play in now. Because I think this game, over the course of two decades, has taken uh, his body has taken a, a battering. It has. It has. It's the way that he plays. Uh, it's like the story of what we say about the, the original Ronaldo. Mm. He, they, they said when he was running, his his mes- muscles were always at the point of tearing. And I think Rafael Nadal is exactly the same. He plays with such intensity, especially on clay, because I suppose he wants to defend his his, uh, his surface, as it were. Uh, so I think, yeah, he's going to start picking and choosing the, the, the tournaments that he plays. Uh, he's definitely going to be there for the slams uh, and, and try to add uh, ones to Roland Garros. Roland Garros is the banker and see if he can play maybe another two or three more. And who knows where he He'll end up in terms of the all-time Grand Slam wins. Well, on Saturday, Iga Swiatek uh, said she uh, felt lucky when she won her first Roland Garros title in 2020. But the world number one credits hard work for her second Grand Slam title on the Parisian clay. The world number one confirmed her dominance of women's tennis by sweeping aside teenager Coco Golf 6-1-6-3 to claim her second French Open title in three years on Saturday. I think in 2020, the main thing that I felt was confusion because <laughs> I've never really believed 100% that I can actually win a Grand Slam. And this time it was, you know, pure work and pure, <clears throat> I don't know, just with everything that was going on, I, I'm also like more aware of how it is to to win a Grand Slam and what it takes and how every puzzle has to, you know, come together and and basically every aspect of the game has to work and with that awareness I was even more happy and even more proud of myself because um, in in 2020 it was all I, I just felt that I'm lucky you know and this time I felt like I really did the work see uh, Iga Swiatek, 21 years old, Chris, and you've got to say that uh, 25 consecutive matches she has won. That's matching a long-standing record uh, that was, uh, of course, uh, made by Venus Williams way back in 2000. She is the best, possibly the most informed tennis player, period, men yeah. and women. Yeah, for sure. 35 matches unbeaten is nothing to sneeze at. And when you take a look at that kind of a run, it shows someone who's on a good trajectory. I think something we've always been calling out for, and I think journalists globally, is that we see players pop up at tournaments oh. and then disappear and go into a slump. Pop up at tournaments, disappear, go into a slump. But that kind of a record, I think, has, hasn't, like you said, since 2000. So it's the kind of run that we can really back. And I'm not going to say the, the magic word 
words mm. in case I jinx her. You don't want to jinx her, but, <laughs> but, but she's showing the type of form, I think, uh, and I do agree with you there, Chris, that she's showing the type of form where we could have someone who's going to, of course, be very consistent and challenge at most majors and tournaments that they play. That, of course, all happened in Paris. Let's take you around the world in 60 with news from the NBA Finals in the States, cricket from England, and, of course, rugby from Down Under. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We tip off in the United States where Steph Curry scored 29 points as the Golden State Warriors beat the Boston Celtics 107-88 to in Game 2 of the NBA Finals. The victory sees the six-time NBA champions level with the best of seven series at one all. Curry scored five three-pointers as well as making six rebounds and four assists as the Warriors dominated the second half in San Francisco. We'll head over to England where Joe Root says the England captaincy had begun to have an unhealthy effect on him before he stood down from the role in April. Root is taking after his unbeaten 115, steering England to a five-wicket victory over New Zealand in the first test at Lords. England's successful chase of 277 ensured a positive start to Ben Stokes' tenure as captain with the team having won just one of their previous 17 games under route amid a period of batting collapses, COVID-19 restrictions, rest and rotation. A touchdown in Australia where the Brumbies will fly the Australian flag in the Super Rugby Pacific for yet another week after a comeback win in their quarterfinal against the Hurricanes at the Geo Stadium on Saturday night. While the weekend spelled the end of the road for the Waratahs and the Reds, the Brumbies recovered from a 10-point second-half deficit to win 35-25 to and claimed their spot in the Final Four. There is the Super Rugby quarterfinal results from the weekend. The Chiefs beating the Waratahs 39-15, to the Blues with an emphatic win against the Highlanders 35-6, to and the Crusaders winning against the Reds 37 to 15. What a remarkable 15 years of distinguished service for Impala Car Rental. A giant in the car rental fraternity which has contributed substantially in the tourism industry. It strives to provide top-notch services such as self-drive, chauffeur drive, and shuttle services at affordable prices. Be part of the 15th anniversary celebrations. Lots of prizes to be won. Visit us at number 40 Chiremba Road, Harare, or contact us on 0772-382-946. Every hire is a memorable one. Hey, baby, who's that on the 7-Up can? That's Fido Dido. Your favorite 7-Up now has a new look with your favorite Fido Dido. Whether you're out and about with your friends or just taking it easy at home, the new look 7-Up is guaranteed to keep you refreshed and ready for anything. So, hurry and grab a 7-Up can. 500 milliliters, 1 liter, and 2 liter bottle with Fido Dido today. Hmm, there is something fresh about Fido Dido. <laughs> I love his hair. Yeah. The hits live. I don't want to know why the one thing in my We're way. You home, 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 loving you so. You are the one thing in my way. Here. See. The Casalanda Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castles on the Castle Lager World Football Report. All right, we start on the continent where Egypt opened their 2023 Africa Cup of Nations qualification campaign with a hard-fought 1-0 win over Group D rivals Guinea at the Cairo International Stadium last night. The result, secured by a somewhat fortuitous late goal from Mustafa Mohamed, uh, means the Pharaohs join Malawi at the top of the group standings on three points. And Chris, you got to say this will come as a huge relief uh, for their new coach, Ehab Galal, uh, because this is a team that is almost uh, trying to rub out the last couple of months uh, of disappointment and start a new era. Yeah, I think they're going to be taking a look at sort of um, erasing all of our memories of those back-to-back defeats. I think we had very high expectations of Egypt and unfortunately they didn't live up to those. This I think does well to pave up the spirits of the team itself, but I think everybody else would kind of begun to doubt, are they really worth this? Mm, indeed, and uh, listen, qualification is, is uh, Alois a, a, a staple for Egypt. There, no doubt they will qualify, but the way they do so is also going to be important and uh, with this new era you would say that uh, the the coach Galau has got quite a job on his hands 
Yeah, you know he is coming into a job after the disappointment of the of the of the Afcon, and they obviously they are very proud. They are very uh, they expectant. You know they believe. I think the Egyptians believe that they are one of the superpowers of African football. Mm-hmm. So they want to win games. At the same time, they want to do well. What with the, the galaxy of foreign best players that they've got as well. So they believe that is their right mm. to actually play good football and win matches. Remember, they fired the coach. The, the Afcon 19. The whole technical team was fired. And the chairman also resigned <laughs> yes. after they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't. That's how it. seriously yes. they take it. That's how. Yes. So I think he has got. He has got a very big task to fill because of the pride of the Egyptians about their football. Can I, can I ask a very odd question? I know it won't be popular, especially in sub-Saharan Africa, and we, we tend to hate everything North African. Mm. But Egypt is the most successful nation. For sure. Yes. Are they the best? Shucks. Measuring by six. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Mike, you're opening a Pandora's box ah, because what you're, you're no, opening a box to let's not performance not, versus whether, whether we like to what we like. What do you not. want? Performance? No, 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 no. Are they the best because they they've won the Afghan the most amount of times? Are they the best? Let's not forget what Egypt actually uh, dominated in a period. Yeah, even Nana Eto, Nana, all those guys. So overall, when we talk, that's why we say Real Madrid are the kings of Europe, and didn't we consider even the the, 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 the five uh, Champions Leagues uh, they won at the beginning of the competition and so forth. And so I'm saying, is Egypt the, the, the finest African the pharaoh, team? Yeah, the pharaohs it, are the kings of Africa. Yes, let's put it that way. They are the kings of Africa. They've won it the most. They 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 almost had a franchise on it under. And their and their clubs dominated. Yeah, their clubs dominated. Yeah. So are, are they, they, are they now? Yeah. Are they the finest African yeah. footballing nation? Yes, I think uh, so. Yes, yeah, for sure. For the sure. scoreboard says so. Yeah, Unfortunately, sure. we can't run <laughs> yes. away from the we scoreboard. We would love even to talk about the national team yes. and their club sides as well. Yes. You know, Zamalek dominated the way yeah. uh, Akla are doing now. You see, when Cameroon had that, the, the stellar sides that they had, yes. Cotton Sport Gar- Garua wasn't necessarily going, uh, going great guns. Cannon Yaoundé wasn't, wasn't, yes. wasn't winning. Uh, 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 they were they were going deep in 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 capped competition, but they weren't winning champions. Michael, I hate you. Shucks, you derailed, you derailed the show. Anyway, let's put it back on an even keel. Key twenty three three Afcon qualifiers. Uh, Gabon won the winners over the DRC. Namibia playing out a one all draw with Burundi. That's a good result for Burundi. Uh, um, Algeria two 0 winners over Uganda. Mali. Four 4 winners over Congo and then Cote d'Ivoire uh, prevailing over Zambia 3-1 despite the brave talk of Enoch Mwepu. As the CAR, that's the Central African Republic, one one all draw with Ghana. Oh, Ghana will be very concerned with that result. Madagascar on one all draw with Angola and uh, Senegal three one winners over Benin. And speaking of Senegal, Liverpool have reportedly rejected an opening twenty one million pound plus four million pound in add-ons bid from Bayern Munich for. Sadio Mane. Let's hear from the Senegalese forward who has been heavily linked with a departure from Anfield. Like everyone else, I'm on social media and I do see the comments. I believe somewhere between 60 to 70% of Senegalese people want me to leave Liverpool. Well, if that's the case, I will do what they want. We will see. Don't be in a hurry, because we'll see this together. See. Uh, the voice there of Sadio Mane talking about his future uh, at Anfield and we'll see how that plays out in the next couple of weeks. Let's talk about Wales, guys. Now, Gareth Bale held Wales' great result in the country's footballing history as an own goal from Ukraine winger Andrei Yamalenko ended 64 years of World Cup hurt as they qualified for the global showpiece later this year. It was a cruel way uh, for Ukraine qualification effort to end with Alexander Pe- Petrakov's side uh, who beat Scotland in the playoff semi-final again. 
again showing a level of football uh, which would have certainly merited a place in the 32 tournament in November and December. Michael, I must pin my colours to the flag. I was supporting Ukraine. I was hoping with mm. everything that the nation has gone through that they would be at the global showpiece but Wales said no and chief among them, their goalkeeper was absolutely... Hennessy. It looked like he had taken a, a, a tot of Hennessy because uh, yeah, the man... Anything can happen. Yeah, yes. but, but I'll tell you this. I think the scheduling didn't do Ukraine a lot of favours uh, because remember, they had to play Scotland a few days before that and then straight on to the Wales game. Whereas Wales, who had played their playoff, uh, the first round of their playoffs uh, uh, several weeks ago, uh, had plenty of rest and they went into this game fresh, very fresh. Yes. And it showed in the last 15 ga- minutes of the game when uh, Ukraine was now chasing the game, they just lacked that extra yard of pace, that, that extra sharpness. To be clinical. Uh, yeah, the, to be clinical goal. in front of goal because you know what? They, they were now tiring. There was the element of fatigue whereas the Welsh were able to keep that uh, intensity up until the very final whistle. Yeah, and that intensity was chief, chiefly a defensive effort, wasn't it, Alois? Because they, they, they kept their, their, their defensive discipline albeit that they were being breached left, right and centre by Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine created chances. You know, I thought I thought they were going to sneak one. Yeah, yeah I, I, Wales were lucky, to be honest. I because some of the blocks, yeah, some of the blocks were lucky blocks. Yeah. They were not like uh, defensive uh, fluidity or anything. They were, Ukraine created chances. The shots were taken, but they were they were just finding somebody who was yeah. blocking the shot. The goalkeeper was here, and I, I, I felt sorry for them as well. Yeah. You know, emotionally, I was with Ukraine. I really wanted them to qualify. You know, for whatever is happening around the world, but unfortunately. Unfortunately, it wasn't so. So, so th- it means that Group B at the World Cup, Chris, has been confirmed. It's England, Iran, the United States of America, and Wales, who is the latest entrant entrant into that Group B. Would you say England nailed on for a, for a knockout stage uh, berth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. I think when you take a look at this group, just taking a look at the form that England is in, and also just the firepower that they've got. I think if England don't pass the group stages in this group, it might be just down to their coach. But unfortunately. But outside of that, I think England is, is well in um, when you take a look if at that. If they fail to get out of that group, I think Gareth Southgate will get shot and not, <laughs> never mind fired. It's the group of life that are not dead. Life. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got to do the business. On to other news with coach Bobby Martinez. He's insists, he insists uh, that the 4-1 thrashing by neighbours Netherlands in the Nations League the, uh, uh, for Belgium uh, is just what the team needed. Is it, Michael? 4-1 is a brutalisation by yeah, neighbours. It, it, I, I think it, uh, it boarded... Uh, uh, on embarrassing uh, yeah. like yeah. I said uh, cause for concern uh, but there's plenty of time between now and uh, yeah. the start of the World Cup uh, because that's what everything is really building up to uh, let's is. not forget that uh, the Nations League uh, just a series of bona fide friendly matches, friendly matches uh, yeah. you know, no matter how much importance the uh, European media uh, <laughs> want to place on this these are just friendly matches and so uh, if there's a game to lose it's probably now yeah. Uh, yeah. before you get to the World Cup tournament uh, but it showed us that the Netherlands I think will be at the World Cup uh, to compete and it's nice to see uh, the Dutch getting back up there again. Uh, They'll certainly be one of the teams that uh, if you've got serious designs on winning the World Cup upright, you're going to have to beat a very good Dutch side. Yeah, yeah. and Memphis Depay looking like the business tonight in the Nations League. Austria versus Denmark and then Croatia takes on France. Lionel Messi! In South America, he scored five goals when Estonia was thrashed 5-0 by Argentina. Alois, specifically to you. If he played these countries, he'd have 500 goals. Man. Exactly. If he played them every week, like <laughs> a certain no, gentleman. Alois. <laughs> like a certain gentleman who plays Andorra every so often, he would have lost more goals. But what a player. Yeah, you 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 beat what you, what is in front of you. You know what, what what is in front of you. You you, 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 you it. Yeah, you know I'm I'm happy that he he scored the goals. You know I still read that these two guys they are in their league of their own. Yeah, whatever is in front of them, they 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 they, they got to hammer them. So well done to well done to him. Scoring five goals is not easy. No, whether you are playing against a weak team. For you to score five mm. on your own, you have got other teammates. Why aren't they scoring also? <laughs> you know, if, if it's a weak team, mm. why aren't they no, also not scoring? No, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I just think, of course, uh, Messi becoming the first player to score five goals in a club game and yep. uh, five goals in a national, in team, national game. team game. Yeah. Uh, and so forth. But for me, 
I, I would love to see the European qualification system in Gamburg. You know, let, let the Estonians and Latvians, Andorra, yeah, Faroe Islands, let them play each other preliminaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we have stronger groups, you know, where you are you are playing the tougher opposition. You know, yes. like, look at South America, guys. Yes. South America is tough. Yeah. To mm. think that Bolivia comes last. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Bolivia is a difficult place to go. Go to La Paz. You can't breathe half the time. Anyway. We gotta go. We'll catch you tomorrow. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Man and Andy, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.